We'll go through a quick list of various things with Muksa, and then we'll move on to another topic. So once again, we said Klisha Malachta Le'isr is the lightest form of Muksa, something whose primary use is for something that's forbidden on Shabbos, but it does have other uses as well. Classic example is the hammer. Its primary use is forbidden. That could be moved in its normal, natural way, regular handling, if you need it for its secondary use, like to crack open a nut. It may not be handled in its normal, proper way to protect it from getting rusty outdoors or to put it away or to protect it from being stolen. So again, you can move around if it's on a seat that you need, on a table that you want clear, and it can be handled normally. You don't have to do it awkwardly, but it must be done only because you need the item for a permitted use, meaning you can't find something else to crack a nut with, then you can use the hammer, or you need its space. Otherwise, it would have to be moved with your elbow, your knees, some other awkward form of, of moving it. Another interesting example of a cliche lacto would be a marketing magazine, which is full of advertisements, etc. It's forbidden to read that on Shabbos. It's made, its primary use is for reading uh, business types of things with advertisements. So that's a cliche lacto It does have a secondary use. You could use it to put it down as padding on your table, as a you could use it to stuff your Amazon package returns. Um, you might be able to use it as lining for your birdcage. Whatever it is, it's paper. So uh, it does have a minority use for other things. It's a cliche malachtelisser. You want it away and off the table, off your seat. You can move it in its normal way. But you can't just walk away and move it wherever you want if you don't need the space or you don't have a permitted use for it. Muksa, machmas, chisar, and kiss are things that are valuable or fragile items that you reject from regular normal use. You keep them aside because you're concerned about their loss. This could be numerous different things. A very interesting example of it that really drives home the message of what type of muksa this is, is a fresh sheet of paper, whether it's loosely paper or copy paper. If you're the type of person that likes to have his papers perfectly, you know, clean, neat, without any nicks or bent edges, and therefore you normally keep them away from everybody else so that they don't get bumped into, that's a cliche malachtelisser. If you have a package that needs to be returned and you're concerned that if it gets bumped around a little bit, you won't be able to return that item, that would also be and kiss. If you have a receipt from a store that you need to hold on to, and if you lose it, you'll be in trouble. Or a bill. A bill could be one type of muksa or a different type of muksa. If you need it to dispute something, whatever it is, that could be a muksa and kiss. You keep that safe and away from regular use, and that may not be handled for its place, meaning if it's on a chair, you can't move it away in a normal fashion. And even if you find some other use for it, you may not be able to move it in its normal fashion. Again, you could move these things in an awkward fashion, like with your elbow, or you may move it through using a secondary item, which is tiltal the side, if the purpose of that tiltal is not for the sake of the item of muksa itself. Muksa makmas gufai, such as items that are rejected because intrinsically they have no other use whatsoever. Of course, with some creativity, you could come up with uses for anything, but the point is the item itself does not really have any use on Shabbos. So twigs, pebbles, um, rocks, bricks, uh, money, uh, electrical equipment that has no use on Shabbos itself, such as uh, a cell phone that's off. These things do not have the allowance of moving them for their space 
or because you found some good use for it. It's more of a strict form of muksa because they're totally rejected from normal use. Um, the only way to allow these things to be moved, besides, again, klachayad, you know, moving it awkwardly, would be if you redesignate them before Shabbos for a new purpose and you mark them with that new designated purpose. So let's say you have a nice, um, rounded stone and you want to use it for a picnic, you want to use it as a paperweight so your napkins don't go flying. You can't do that on Shabbos. But if you redesignate that stone before Shabbos and you mark it, you put some, uh, your, your, uh, marker and you color it or something that shows that this now has a new purpose then it gets its new purpose and you're able to use it that designation should have to be forever that designation is a permanent use not just a one-time use one last word about buses things that serve as a base for advar muksa there's an interesting halakha that if you have let's say a muksa item that has been purposefully put in let's say your weekday shirt you keep a marker there the packet becomes a base for the dvar muksa and now you cannot move the shirt however when you're dealing with let's say a pants packet or coat packet which is a separate fabric packet sewn in and stitched to your jacket or your pants the packet becomes a base and not the pants itself we'll talk about the ramifications of that tomorrow